Welcome to With Them Sounding Board, a podcast sharing powerful business tips, insights, and trends for those seeking to become a rock star in their industry. Welcome to Wisdom's Perspectives from the Bankruptcy Cliff, where we provide our perspective on various questions related to insolvency and bankruptcy affecting individuals and businesses. I'm Ken DeGraw. I will be the host for this session. I'm a member of Witham's Forensic Evaluation Services Group. Our team focuses on the unique needs of individuals and businesses going through a reorganization process, experiencing a financial distress, or considering bankruptcy as an option. Today, I'm joined by John Liska, who is also a member of the team, to get his perspective on emergence from bankruptcy. We do need to start out by reminding everyone that the information you're about to hear is general in nature and should not be acted upon without the advice and counsel of qualified legal representation and financial advisors who can evaluate your unique circumstances. So let's get started. Welcome, John. Um, so in a company whose reorganization plans been accepted, they've gotten through that whole gauntlet of Chapter 11, uh, the, the creditor vote, uh, or they went through the cram down process. It's been accepted. What comes next? Well, the terms of the plan that's been confirmed are bind you and the and the creditors. So you'll need to execute against that plan and make sure your creditors are repaid based on that plan. Wow. Okay. So are there any other responsibilities I have now that it's been confirmed? Well, the most important responsibility is to make sure your pre-partition creditors are paid uh, according to the payment plan. Um, then you're going to make sure you want to implement any any changes to the business plan that agreed upon by the creditors to help improve business cash flow and most importantly make sure they get their paid back yeah i'm sure that's exactly what they want so how do i actually go about making these payments do i just start cutting checks well everyone likes cash but a check is fine but most importantly you're going to want to follow the structure of the payment plan Um, the plan can vary so long as it's fair and equitable and it's been agreed upon by both parties but once you've gotten started making those payments, you want to make sure you make them on time and without any exception. Right, right. Yeah, and I'm sure in some of the larger cases, there's even distribution agents that get used to uh, to make that process even easier. Um, so I, in an unfortunate case, like say maybe a pandemic hits and I fall behind in my payments, um, wh- what happens then? Well, if you have an unexpected financial problem during your case, Uh, you want to make sure you immediately consult with your attorney. Um, It's often possible that you can, with changed circumstances, you can amend the Chapter 13 plan. Um, And also sometimes it's possible to add debts that you incurred after filing your Chapter 13 plan. So you want to make sure you consult with your attorney immediately upon having any issue. Um, And you want to be very proactive and demonstrate ability and a desire to continue making these payments. Right, right. So, you know, as as someone who's a business owner and they're looking to um, actually get back in business and get up and running again, and they've got that group of creditors out there who they do owe money to pre-petition and they're part of the plan, but now they need to rely on these same folks for supplies and services in order to go forward. Well, are the creditors in a position to be able to relax terms or change terms, or is there something else that they need to do? Well, it, it all depends on the factors and they're unique to each case. Um, but your creditors may be willing to work with you. Um, they may be willing to accept less. Um, however, it's unlikely that the creditors would accept terms that would result in less proceeds than if the company were just simply liquidated. 
Gotcha. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, so I, I know in some Chapter 11 plans, a liquidating trust gets put in place. What exactly is that? And, and why did why is that used in Chapter 11s? So it's a trust that's going to be set up to hold certain assets that are still necessary to liquidate, even though you're trying to reorganize and pay all your debts. So um, these will be set up to hold assets that will then subsequently be auctioned off or sold, and the proceeds of which will be used to satisfy your creditors. Gotcha. Yeah, and that's it. Uh, other times, we've, we've of course seen it where a uh, in a Chapter 11 where it's just a, a means to get everything out of that bankruptcy estate and stop the uh, and stop the estate so they can uh, dissolve the the business entity itself. Um, so the the former's creditors committee, um, which has now taken over as the uh, advisory committee to the liquidating trust, is looking for avoidance actions. Um, now, I thought the bankruptcy was over, but apparently these folks are really starting to do some digging and asking for a lot of information. What exactly are avoidance actions? So an avoidance actions are certain transactions which occurred prior to or during the filing, which gave preferences to certain creditors. Hmm. Uh, assets transferred by a debtor prior to filing a petition or because the intended filing might have to be repaid to the trustee for distribution to creditors. Uh, the time limits vary based on the circumstances, but can be as long as six years prior to, to filing the relief. So really just trying to make sure that you didn't give someone uh, benefit of the doubt before or benefit of payment before uh, you filed your bankruptcy. Gotcha. All right. And so, of course, as, as the bankruptcies wound up now and then all the payments are being made, how do I know when, I'm, when the case is actually done and I'm no longer a bankruptcy and I can kind of move on with my life with that fresh start? So your advisors will, will guide you through the whole process, uh, making sure you understand where they are at any time. Um, but upon the conclusion of the case, the court enters an order which closes the case and a copy of that order which should be sent to you. Um, in the chapter seven, this is after the discharge of all of your debts. Uh, but in the chapter 11 or 13, the court will not close your case until after you've finished making all the payments under the plan, at which time the court will dismiss your case. Gotcha. Um, so once that seven or 13 then has been completed, is there anything else I need to, to do before that, that official discharge? Uh, for chapter seven, there's nothing you're gonna need. The, the process is complete upon the discharge. Uh, for chapter 13 or chapter 11 or 13, excuse me, um, as long as you've completed the payment plan, you know, then everyone is happy and you can move along. Got it, got it. Um, so, you know, certainly for individual debtors and, and sometimes for, for business debtors as well, um, some of the concerns that we hear are about the long-term effects um, and whether or not they're able, ever going to be able to get financing again. What What can we impart to folks in terms of when they need to go and try and get some some new financing once they're out of their bankruptcy proceeding? So bankruptcy is going to be reported on your credit report and which, you know, lenders are going to use to determine whether or not they want to lend you money. Um, a chapter 13 filing will stay on your record for seven years, uh, while a chapter seven filing will stay on your record for 10 years. 
So the credit reports that are used by lenders in deciding whether to make them a loan, uh, it's going to, you may not, you may be able to borrow money again, but it may be more difficult to get a loan uh, and particularly at a good interest rate. Gotcha. Um, now, my accountants have come in, you know, they're working on my year-end stuff and you know, they're, they're asking me about all this debt that's sitting on the books. Um, what happens to all of these pre-petition obligations now that have been compromised in the proceeding that are not going to get paid? Um, they're, they're, they're sitting on my books and I need to get rid of them. Do I get a big tax deduction or anything out of this? Uh, well, for income report tax reporting, uh, excuse me, for income tax reporting purposes, it may or may not be included. Uh, it really depends based on the method of accounting uh, used by the business. Uh, you may have some cancellation of debt, and so you're really going to want to consult your accounting professional uh, to make sure that the treatment's taken care of appropriately. Got it. Um, and there's, there, I know that the auditors also mentioned something about fresh start accounting. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, these are specific gap reporting requirements uh, that will need to be discussed in further detail with your auditors to make sure that you're in compliance uh, moving forward. Fantastic. Thanks. That was, I hope everyone found that information helpful on emerging from bankruptcy. Um, if you, certainly, if anyone has any specific questions regarding your unique circumstances, please reach out to a member of our team. Our contact information can be found at withem.com under Forensic Evaluation Services. This episode, as well as others in the series, can be found at Witham.com. Thank you for listening to Witham's Perspectives from the Bankruptcy Cliff. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you'll be first in line to hear what's coming next. Don't want to wait for our next episode? Check us out at Witham.com. That's W-I-T-H-U-M.com.